Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey his command to watch therefore and be ready for you don't know the hour or the day the Son of Man is coming, coming to take us back to that place he's prepared for us. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching today more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. I'm so thankful to be with you once again on the program, Watch Therefore. And we have a very special program because this is a very special time of year. And it's marked in the beginning of this time, this special season in the book of Exodus. Yet it's fulfilled in this new covenant walk with Messiah Jesus. And we see the practical implications for all of us who believe in our Savior Jesus in the New Covenant Scriptures. We'll take a look at that today. But first, think of this. The children of Israel are in bondage in Egypt. And the Lord has poured out nine plagues, each one on one of the false gods of Egypt. There's one more to go. And that's where we pick up in Exodus chapter 12. But first, join me in a word of prayer. O Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, Thank you for this life in Christ we have. Thank you for all the viewers that were together by your Holy Spirit in Messiah Jesus, two or more gathered in your name. Here you are in our midst. Bless us now, Father, we ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Exodus chapter 12, beginning in verse 1. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt, saying, This month shall be your beginning of months. It shall be the first month of the year to you. Speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month, Every man shall take for himself a lamb, according to the house of his father, a lamb for a household. And if the household is too small for the lamb, let him and his neighbor next to his house take it according to the number of the persons, according to each man's need, you shall make your count for the lamb. Your lamb shall be without blemish. A male of the first year, you may take it from the sheep or from the goats. Now you shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it at twilight. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses where they eat it. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night roasted in fire with unleavened bread and with bitter herbs. They shall eat it. And now we want to come down to verse 12. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike 
the land of Egypt. And I, go, I want to go up to the end of verse 11 also, where it says, So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. This is the beginning of the Passover story. And the Lord did just this and sent this plague of destruction of the firstborn all across Egypt. And our film crew, our camera crew, went to Jerusalem. And we did a special recording that I want to share with you now. And I pray that the Spirit of the living God reaches through our cameras in your television or whatever screen you're watching on and does something special in your heart in this special time of year. Oh, as we get the Passover, we get understanding of who we are in Messiah Jesus and how to walk out this life in Christ. So come with me to the old city of Jerusalem and let's think about and hear from the Lord regarding the Passover. Here in this Passover season, it's so important to remember that Messiah Jesus is the unleavened Passover Lamb of God. In the Gospel of John, John the Baptist points to Messiah Jesus and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Now, think of this. Where I'm standing in the old city of Jerusalem right now is very close to an area that archaeologists say they have found the evidence of a first century Messianic congregation. And some believe that it is where the upper room was, where the Last Supper, which is really a Passover Seder. It was a Passover Seder Messiah Jesus was conducting. A Passover Seder is an annual celebration that Jewish people have all over the world and have since the time of the deliverance from Egypt, the Jews experienced at the good hand of the Lord. And so Messiah Yeshua is leading this Passover Seder. The Lamb of God is standing there in person and he takes the bread and says, this is my body broken for you. Oh, hallelujah. And he holds up a cup, the cup of redemption at the ceremony and says, behold, the new covenant cup representing his blood given for the remission of sins. Behold, the blood of the new covenant. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We should never forget the Passover story. We should never forget the Lamb of God who takes away our sins. Remember, the Lamb's blood was put on the doorposts in Egypt. And every home that had the blood of the Lamb on the doorpost, the judgment of God would pass over that home. And so it is when we receive Jesus as our Savior and Lord. He died on the cross for our sins. His innocent blood spilled down that cross. And whoever by faith applies the blood of the Lamb to the doorposts of their heart in the time of God's wrath, in the day of judgment, the wrath of God will pass over the one who has the blood of the Lamb on the doorposts of their heart. Do you have the blood of the Lamb on the doorposts of your heart? Now would be a time to remember, like never before, that Jesus the Lord is the only way, the only truth, and the only life.
and we should watch for his coming. He's coming back to get us and take us to this place he's been preparing for us. What a special holy season this is. What a special holy savior we have. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. As we consider the new covenant implications of Passover, first, let's be reminded that all of the feasts and celebrations of the Lord that we see in the Hebrew scriptures, holy convocations with his people Israel, have spiritual application in the new covenant, in our new covenant life in Messiah Jesus. So how do we spiritually, in a new covenant grace way, keep the feast of Passover today? Well, I'm glad you asked. As the church in Corinth was allowing really bad sin to spread and, and, and horribly sinful behavior to go unchecked. And, and they were even apparently glorying in that, that they were allowing that. Maybe you've heard today a perversion of God's grace that would say God's grace overlooks sin. No, God's grace meets, meets us where we are, but it never leaves us there. God's grace teaches us how to live a holy life. Why? Because of our Passover Savior, our Passover Lamb Savior. And he's also called the unleavened Savior, the unleavened sacrifice in 1 Corinthians 5. Paul says it like this. He says, your glory is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Therefore, purge out the old leaven that you may be a new lump, since you truly are unleavened. For indeed, Christ our Passover was sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, nor with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. The way we get the leaven out of our lives and out of our churches, first off, if there's that kind of sin in the church, it has to be confronted and addressed. In this case, it was really bad immorality. Yet individually, we can keep the Passover feast. How do we do that? By walking out our faith in Messiah Jesus in sincerity and truth. What does this mean practically? Listen to this. If I say I'm following Messiah Jesus, guess what? I should really follow Messiah Jesus. Amen? If I say I'm his disciple, I should live a life of discipleship in Messiah Jesus. And in that word discipleship, what do we hear? Discipline. There should be disciplines in our lives that help us to walk out a holy life in Messiah Jesus. Not a perfect life. I said a holy life. Growing in grace. He's increasing. I'm decreasing. The sins I used to sin, I don't sin like that today. Why? I'm growing in grace. There's a maturity in my life. And because he was the unleavened, the sinless sacrifice. Leaven often speaks of sin in the Bible because he was our sinless sacrifice. I now should be hungering and thirsting for righteousness. I should be looking at our Savior Jesus as my example and I should want to live a life that's pleasing to God that they might see our good works, Jesus our Savior said, and glorify our Father who is in heaven. Let's do this more now than ever. This is a watch therefore and be ready message. 
as we're watching for our Savior, Messiah Jesus, to come, we should want to get the sin out of our lives and remember that our Passover lamb Savior, he's coming any moment for us in the clouds. Watch, therefore, be ready. I'm so excited because our Watch Therefore program and message is spreading and expanding. I'm not surprised, but I'm very thankful that our Lord Jesus is making the way for our program to go into over 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah, the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. And I want to say to our prayer and financial partners, thank you. Thank you for partnering with Watch Therefore. Now, we have our ministries, Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations, that stand under the umbrella of our Watch Therefore ministry. And with Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself, we're getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, and so much more here in the Promised Land. And then we have our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations, I've been in many African countries and many other places in the earth with the gospel, making disciples, pastors, conferences, helping orphans, and so much more. The Watch Therefore message is so urgent for this hour because it shakes the lukewarm out of their terrible condition and presents the real and legitimate urgency to the lost. You don't have much time. Pray and receive Jesus as Lord today. You don't want to miss the rapture. You don't want to go through the tribulation. You don't want to go to hell. And God doesn't want you to. Watch therefore, be ready, receive Jesus as Lord today and get ready for him to come for us in the clouds. Now, I want to say some things to our partners and about partnership with our ministry. First, let me say, if you haven't received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, please do not send any money into this program or into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest today and even pray and receive Jesus as Lord. And for those who understand the principles of sowing and reaping, you're born again, Jesus is your savior and you wanna lay your treasures up in heaven. We would ask you to prayerfully consider, watch therefore our program and our ministry. And so I can't do this alone. And my help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. And we trust him to raise up from our viewers as he has been, and again, thank you as he has been, viewers who want to prayerfully and financially partner with this ministry and kingdom work. We would suggest that you sign up for our monthly newsletter. There's information there on your screen. And what that will do is help you with prayer points uh, if you want to join in prayer partnership. And also, it will show you what you're financially sowing into as well. The Watch Therm 4 message is so important and as we like to close every segment of our program, we say, watch therefore and be ready. Welcome back to the program, Watch Therefore. In this segment of our program, I call it our teaching segment. We're going to continue in the book of Colossians as this very Jewish apostle Paul is teaching this predominantly Gentile congregation how to know the God of Israel and how to walk in a way that's pleasing to him. Hallelujah. And Paul is writing from, a, from Roman incarceration. And the theme of the book of Colossians is Messiah Jesus. He is all in all. 
If you have him, you have all you need. Hallelujah. And so in Colossians, we left off uh, in chapter 1 uh, in a place, uh, I believe it was verse 18. And so what I want to do is I want to review read uh, through that and then continue where we're going to pick up today. Colossians 1.15 is where we're going to start review reading. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him all things consist. And he is the head of the body of the church who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. Excuse me. Hallelujah. It's all about Messiah Jesus. This is his universe. This is his program. And we get to participate in it. We are here by him, for him, and through him. Now let's continue on as today we see that we who are born again are reconciled in Christ. And, and having said that, let's look at verses 19 and 20, chapter 1, Colossians. For it pleased the Father that in Him all the fullness should dwell, and by Him to reconcile all things to Himself, by Him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through the blood of His cross. It reminds me of when Messiah Jesus told His disciples, this resurrected Savior in a glorified body, says all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. All authority. He has all authority to reconcile all things to himself that are in heaven and on earth. And, and to reconcile here means to bring peace between two or more warring parties. And, and so we know that even... The heavens are corrupted because of Satan and, and his sin and the demonic hosts that follow him. And then that corruption came to the earth through Adam and Eve as they sinned. And now every man and woman who's born into this world is born with a sin nature enslaved to Satan and the demonic. Oh, what a mess. What, what a tragic situation but God being rich in mercy oh hallelujah and and so this reconciliation brings peace between God and man by the blood of Messiah Jesus shed on the cross and ultimately he will usher in a new heaven and a new earth somebody say hallelujah hallelujah Romans 5 8 puts it this way I love this but God demonstrates his own love toward us and that while we're still sinners, Mashiach, Christ, died for us. He died for you. He died for me. Oh, thank you, Messiah, Yeshua, Lord Jesus. Colossians continues in chapter 1, verse 21. And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, Yet now he is reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and blameless and above reproach in his sight. Because of that sin nature that I mentioned a moment ago, we are born into this world 
at war with God. Talk about being a loser. <laughs> Talk about being on the losing team. By the blood of Messiah Jesus, He has reconciled us. He has brought us back into fellowship. We've changed teams. If you're born again, if you've received Jesus as your Savior, you're now on Team Yeshua. Hallelujah. You're not on Team World, the Flesh, and the Devil. You're on Team Messiah Jesus. Again, excuse me, hallelujah. And, and, and so not only have we been reconciled, not only do we have peace with God now, but we're blameless. We're holy. The holy here doesn't mean like floating around with wings with a harp, sitting on a cloud. It, it, it means that we're set apart for the Lord. We're His. We've been bought with a price, the blood of the Lamb, Messiah, Jesus. And we're blameless. We're blameless. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It hasn't happened to me in, in decades, thankfully. But if someone got angry and looked at me and said, oh, go to hell, I'd say, I can't. Why? Because I've been reconciled to my Father in heaven through the blood of Messiah Jesus shed for me on the cross. And he rose again, proving and demonstrating he has all authority to declare me righteous, to declare you righteous. And, and that biblical theological word is justified, that we've been justified in Messiah Jesus. He presents us holy and blameless and above reproach. Reproach here is a synonym for blameless. Romans 5, we were just looking at Romans 5, 8. It continues uh, beginning in Romans 5, 9. Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from, the, from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. Listen, folks, there's a lot of bad news out there. There's a lot of bad news. And, and I, I'm not happy about it. I'm not a fear monger. I'm not a prophet of doom. Actually, I, I live a very happy in Jesus life. But the truth in love is it's going to get worse. And the bad news, it's going to get worse. And not only is it going to get worse, it's going to get worse real fast. Soon. Because that's what birth pangs do. We're in the time that Messiah Jesus spoke of called the birth pangs. I've written books about it. I do programs about it. And, and, and so birth pangs don't get better before they get worse. And until a baby's born. And there's going to be a new birth in this earth, a new birth a spiritual birth of the people of Israel. A remnant of Israel will be saved. And, and Messiah Jesus is going to come and sit on the throne of David. Of course, we'll be raptured. We'll be taken up to that place our Savior has been preparing for us. And all hell is about to break loose. We're just getting a preview of what's coming. And it's going to be much worse than this during that seven-year tribulation period that's found in the book of Daniel in chapter 9 and in places in Revelation also. And, and so... What am I saying? I, I, I thought you live a happy life in Messiah Jesus. I do. Why? Well, let me read this to you again. <laughs> Much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we are enemies, we are reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only that, but we also rejoice in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received 
the reconciliation. Oh, I rejoice that I have a Father in heaven. I rejoice that I have a Savior, Jesus. I deserve to go to hell. I've sinned terribly against God. But there's, there are things in this passage like much more. Not only that, there are these exciting things to rejoice about in Messiah Jesus that are ours today. The good news dwarfs the bad news. Hallelujah. Colossians continues in 121 through 23 where we're finishing today. And you once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy, blameless, and above reproach in his sight. Here's where we're going into verse 23. If indeed you continue in the faith grounded and steadfast and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you heard, which was preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. The reality is, if you walk in a godless way, you can say you're saved. But Messiah Jesus said, there's these people who think they're saved. They're going to get a really bad surprise. And they're going to proclaim, Lord, Lord. And he's going to say, I never knew you, you workers of lawlessness, you workers of iniquity. No. You want to know that you're saved by Messiah Jesus? Cooperate with his grace and let it work through you. Like a tree bears fruit. Well, I'm saved. I said a prayer when I was five years old. Really? Are you walking with Messiah Jesus? Do you love the Lord with all of your heart? Do you, do you really serve the Lord? Is yours a life where grace is bearing fruit through your life? That's how you know you're saved. Yeah? Well, I don't do any of that, but, but I believe, I, you know, I said this prayer. No, no, no. Listen, a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree bears good fruit. Maybe you're not sure if you've been born again. Maybe today you need to give your life to Jesus. He died on the cross for your sins. He was buried on the third day, as you've heard through this whole program today. He rose again, and you can cry out to him, but you've got to repent. You've got to turn away from your sins and follow Jesus because a heart that is repentant is a heart that is prepared to receive the good news of the gospel. You have to turn away from your old ways and put your faith in Messiah Jesus, and he'll send his Holy Spirit to live in you, and his Holy Spirit will convict you and will facilitate a desire in your heart for you to love Jesus and follow him. Oh, hallelujah. And you'll want to do that. Do you want to follow Jesus? Cry out to him today. Oh, Jesus, Lord, I'm not sure if I'm saved. Please save me. Forgive me. Give me this new life in Messiah Jesus, Father, please. I want to live a life that honors you. I don't want to go to hell. I know it's a real place. I don't want to go there. And I know you don't want me to go there and you love me and sent Jesus for me. Save me. Forgive me. Heal me. Raise me up, Lord. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it, there's information on the screen. Contact us. We'll send you some information to help you get started to follow Jesus. Our Lord, we're out of time today. Remember to watch Therefore and be ready. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, 
are watching for King Jesus to return. Watch therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore What belongs What belongs